this is Kenny Clark, and this is Lombardi's Bar. This is one of my favorite podcasts to do. I'm just, you know, blessed and thankful to be a part of this podcast. You know, it's a great podcast. It's a great interview. Maybe I know that you guys obviously being um, the best Packers podcast that's out there. I had Malort this weekend, so I'm not tasting anything. Oh, right good he did. God. He did. That was fantastic. Because they said, do you ever try Malort? And I said, no. And then they said, do you want to take a shot of Malort? I said, no, but I did. Wait, who said it's called? Uh, it's called Pure Packer. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to get in a high honors English class once, and they called my parents and were like, hey, just tell him he can't do it. <laughs> it shows. It really shows. I hate you guys so much. I'm going to throw these two guys into the screen so that if I die, they can carry on the legacy of crap that is this show. Hi, Jimmy. I was expecting to see you here. That surprised me, too. I just opened a drink. What's up, man? <laughs> I Well, now I'm completely thrown off now because I had a whole bit about how I was going to come in sick. And I had football fever and I'm feeling all this out. stuff. And so now <laughs> if Jimmy gets to be here, I get to be here. Jump, jump right in, I guess. Welcome to Lombardi's Bar. Everybody. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I... I don't know what happened there, but I want to say the intro sucking this time is not on me. That was not me this time. I won't take the blame for this one. But happy I, NFL Eve, everyone! I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Are you in charge around here, Dan? Are are you the are no accountability? I guess just I, not anymore. I don't think. I think Matt Matt's in charge now. Okay, I have to get our special guest in here right away because I have a question for her that's urgently time pressing. Uh, you hear on Packers radio, you can hear on Pack a Day podcast. It's Shanna Quinn. Shanna, real quick, James White, Buffalo Bills running back. Should I draft him? I got 10 seconds. Should I draft him right now? No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, she can't hear us. Can you, no. you can't hear any of us? That's so weird. Fan technology. Wait, say, say something, Shanna. We can't hear oh you. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I hope you did not draft him because that's a terrible. I drafted pick. James Cook. Wait, you said James White. James Cook, that's a decent pick. Okay, that's who I meant. James Cook. <laughs> All right. Do you want to jump into? Uh... <laughs> we can. Should we? Let's take. Let's take. Should we MP? critique? I was saying no. Let's room. just critique her apartment. <laughs> okay. Let's throw like, it back up. Like... Let's throw it back up. <laughs> is that a? What is the picture? Is that a? Is that a, hold on? What do we got? What are, what's is happening? that a buffalo? Oh, that's it. It's a, it's a buffalo, right? We have audio. We can hear that. We can hear. We can hear the rustling. There's a guitar. Two guitars in the background. Are you are you scoping on my house? We yeah. yeah we're doing we're doing a right year right right year zoom background. It was like a room raiders back at the MTV days. Oh, okay. So this is um <laughs> this is my condo here. There's two guitars. There's a Mitchell Ten Penny signed guitar, and then there's a Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls signed guitar. Because I'm from Buffalo, as you guys know, and Goo Goo Dolls are huge there. Um, and then out that window, hold on, I'll show you. It's actually a cool view. She forgot the phone. Okay. Can you see it from okay. there? Oh no, you can't see it. No, take us, take us with okay. here. Take us. With okay. <laughs> okay. So there's the Pfizer Forum. I can oh, see right out my window. Oh. Yeah. Damn. 
Look yeah. at you fancy real quick, as hell. Real quick, stop where you are. Stop where you are. Turn to your. We want to see what's to your right. The other way. Other when way. When Dan what's says we, picture? he means he. What is? Oh. Is it a buffalo? Is it a buffalo? It's it's like a it's like a it's a cow. It's a um. Like his a name yak? is Poncho. Yeah, like a yak. Yes. And his name is Poncho, named after Poncho Villa, who is a very famous um, Bills fan. He passed away, um, but he was like very, very famous. And yeah, so anyways, that's who he's named after. But yeah, so that was kind of fun showing you. I won't show you the kitchen because that's a mess right now. Um, and my cat is here too. You can meet her in a little bit too. Emo yes, cow. Yes, Wendy, it's an emo yes. cow. Exactly. <laughs> Cost me way too much money. It's stupid, but I love it. So no, we're good what, now. I have my AirPods and I think they were connected, but I didn't have them. So like they were upstairs. So oh, I'm like, ah. yeah, that makes sense. I was asking, I was asking, I'm in the middle of a, a, a draft right now, fantasy draft. And I had James Cook up in my queue and I was asked oh. like, is that like, should that be the pick? It, should, should I rely on James Cook? And I'm like this. <laughs> and you're, you're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, no, yeah, I think you could have. Yeah, he's, he's going to be good. I did. I did. I did take Okay, him. good. I did take good. Spoiler yes. alert. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a, pretty, that's a pretty decent pick. I actually have my third and final fantasy draft coming up at 8 o'clock. Oh. So. You didn't want to do oh, it live so... during the show like Dan did? <laughs> I mean, this I was not my choice. This was not my choice. Why do I feel like this is a second draft Dan's done during the show? The, the first draft, the first draft. <laughs> like, oh, because it is. Okay. Got it. <laughs> the first draft was a sleeper draft, and I only did it to force Tom Grassi to draft on air. That is the only reason I did it was to force Tom Grassi to make his pick on air. This is a minute. I get a minute per pick. They started like a half hour ago. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm literally in the trenches taking grenades right now. Let's get away from my fantasy draft. Or also, nice Jersey Shore reference. <laughs> I did not know that was a Jersey Shore reference. I've always just said that as a line. Yeah, they're like grenades. Like grenades were like girls that were crazy. Oh, see, yeah. I okay, wait. I've always heard that. Jimmy He's, knows. Jimmy's like, oh, yeah, I, I, do. I don't know. Ronnie and Sam, you know, couple goals. I've, right? I have always <laughs> had that. I have always had that as a wedding crashers reference. Oh. I'm in the trenches taking grenades. You're out here. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. I you're like the right, Jersey Shore right. a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, I'm, but, I'm a good, wholesome boy and can't associate with either. You of know, you love Snooky. You probably had a mm. Snooky poster on your in every wall in your room. No, he was a JWoww kind of guy. <laughs> hey, Todd, Which can was, I ask what, you? What? Go ahead. What was the other one? Who was the other one? Sammy. Snooky, Sammy, sweetheart, uh, Angelique, Angel, Angelina, Angelina. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was only three. Well, Angelina like left and then they brought like Dina in and then Angelina like came back in like these new ones. I know too much about You definitely this. tried out for the show. That's all no. I got out of this. <laughs> no, never, never, never. I did try out for the real world and um, this was a long time ago in Buffalo. And what you do is you go into, this has nothing to do with the Packers, but it's interesting. We love so it. you get, you get into this tryout, right? It's like you and like a big group of people and they ask all these people questions. And then they'll be like, okay, you guys can leave. And then they'll say, um, except for like, you know, you, Shanna, you, Billy, you, Bob, you stay here. And then they give you two hours of paperwork to fill out. And it's all these weird questions, like about trauma, about relationships, all this stuff. And they hold you there until you fill out this paperwork. It's crazy. It's crazy. So did you make it past any of the, did you make it past the paperwork phase? 
I didn't, but then they asked me to come try out another time. And I was like, listen, disclaimer, I don't want to be on the real world. I want to be on the challenges because the challenges were where it was at. I don't know. Because uh-huh. you know what? I think I'm too old. I don't know uh-huh. who these people are. Bananas like, no and Wes are still anymore. on it. It's of CT, course they he's are. Gonna come, next season, season 40. They're going to be on. You got to watch what it. what that means. You got to watch it. <laughs> what is a Sorry, bana- I, what Before is I get yelled at by Todd for this, we'll talk later about the challenge. Okay, good. Todd, where, where do you live, Todd? Uh, in the moment. <laughs> what a yeah. fucking douche. God damn. <laughs> in the moment. Uh, I'm, I'm currently at my mother's house uh, in southwest Wisconsin, but I've okay. been a nomad for the last six months or so, just cruising around. I feel like I've seen you downtown before. Have you been downtown Milwaukee lately? No, that's just a different homeless man. You literally have a no. twin. Like, I so badly wanted to be like... Sounds like a good looking I... dude. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see you, I go to say hi, and then you you look the other way. And I'm like, that's rude. I'm going to see you soon when we record this show. But you it's, look just it's not like me. you. It's okay. not me, but he okay. sounds like a good-looking cat. Probably super nice. I'll hook you up. You guys can hang. He looks Sweet. just like you. <laughs> no, he doesn't need any more friends. He's got enough. Just me. Um, so... <laughs> I feel like you are all over the place during the season, just doing like a, or not even just throughout the year. I feel like you're doing a bunch <laughs> of different you things. It, I thought you meant in real life, but I'm like, yes. Oh yeah. Or also in real life. But like, what, what do you all cover throughout the year? Cause I feel like you're everywhere. What do I do throughout the year? Well, I mean, I have my, my main job um, that pays the bills, which is running FM 106, the country station here. So yeah. I have that. I do afternoons for that um, three to 7 PM. And I'm on in Madison as well with 96, three star country. I have like kind of like a syndicated country show that goes all over the country, like Waco, Texas, Davenport, Iowa, um, all kinds of different places. And then, of course, you know, Packers with the halftime and the postgame reports and the Milwaukee Admirals. I do in-game hosting for them. I think that's everything. Yeah. And now Pack-A-Day, you just thought you'd throw that into it? Oh, Pack-A-Day too? Yeah. Well, I mean, when Andy Herman asks you, do you want to be a part of Pack-A-Day? You don't say no, right? That's true. You can't. You can't you turn can't. down the pod file. Hold on. No. Did you? Yes. Did you have to audition for it? Because he told me the reason I'm not is because I haven't auditioned for it yet, and I don't audition. <laughs> I, I definitely auditioned for it. I thought so. I thought so. Two hours of paperwork about trauma, <laughs> past relationships. It was really weird that Andy had the exact same paperwork as the real world. Yeah, he just crossed out real world <laughs> on top and put pack a day. Pack a day. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be thrown in the mix as well. So, yeah. Shanna, I want to ask you about uh, your hosting gig for the Admirals. Um, because I did the same thing for a few years for a another minor league hockey team. And I feel like people don't realize how much weird shit you see when you're at a sporting event not watching the actual sporting event. Give me the weirdest interaction or story you've had from hosting. Name names. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, you're putting me on the spot here. I don't know. I mean, I could tell you something weird I did and I had to dip out. But like that's I, I, I'm, I'm just weird. And ju- I think I entertain myself. And I'm just like so caught in my own moment. I'm living in my own moment. Let's hear it. I wanna, what, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> so we were doing we were doing jump around. And um, Shanna's just a total, thanks, Wendy. Um, we were doing jump around and I had, I was with Billy. Do you guys know who Billy is? That's on 97.3, the game, Bill Schmid. Awesome, oh, yeah. awesome yes. human being. Yes. 
So um, him and I were hosting the game together and we were doing jump around and thank God I had my black leather leggings on because we were jumping. And then all of a sudden I stopped and we're both on the jumbotron and Billy is still jumping and he's looking at me like, why aren't you jumping? And I was like, like how I was in the beginning of this episode. And then afterwards <laughs> he was like, did you get a cramp? And I was like, I have to go home. And he was like, why? And I was like, I just peed myself. And he was like, oh my God. <laughs> people when they hear this story they're like have you had children and i'm like no no because <laughs> jimmy i'm sure your wife i was you just know, about to, she said right when you said that i was like oh des does that every time she sneezes that's no big deal but... <laughs> no children no children have come that's out right. of me like nothing it's just i just literally i just looked at him and i was like thank god that's our last segment i need to leave <laughs> i feel so much better about a lot of things I've done now. So I just want to say thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to remind myself, at least that didn't happen. No offense to you, but I, it happens all the time. Don't worry, Jimmy. I got you. If you listen, I'm that friend that if you call me on a bad day, I will make you feel yes. I'm the jumbo train. Um, I will always make you feel better about yourself. That's who I am. That's Perfect. who I am. It's not because I give you uplifting things and I'm like, Jimmy, it's okay, buddy. You're going to make it through. I'm like, well, this one time, I did this. <laughs> I peed myself in front of 10,000 people. My new, my new yeah. thing when I'm having a bad day is, well, at least I didn't piss myself on a jumbotron today. <laughs> Todd's like, and that's why I don't say hi to you in public. <laughs> <laughs> Does it smell like pee in here? Oh, no. What's up, Shannon? <laughs> yeah. I'm just in the parking room. What's up, evil Todd? You're right. Have a great day. Um, did you make it to any of the stops on the Eras tour? Uh-huh. Did I make it to some of the stops on the Eras tour? I made it to two, including opening night. Okay. So, yes, I made it there. Opening night was in Glendale, Arizona, and Paramore yeah. was opening. And it was everything oh. I could have wanted and more. Haley Williams for president. And then I went in Chicago as well. And um, it was a blast. Like, honestly, the best show of all time. Best tour of all time. Yeah. It's phenomenal. She Besides Taylor, then, what was the best concert you saw this summer? Zach Bryan at Summerfest, hands down. Or Eric Church at Summerfest. Can we not ah, bring up Zach Bryan right now? I tried oh. for an hour today to get tickets, and I could not get them, and that's the sore subject. You know what's so funny? I don't know anyone who got tickets except my one friend, Snubs, and he got pit tickets. Does no he one else a, got. Do you have a plus one, or is that still up for grabs? <laughs> I'll ask him. <laughs> okay, I'm sure he you. wants to take a nice lady, but, you know, maybe you would. Hey, I'll put a wig on. I don't care. <laughs> you give me a dress and a wig, I am there. <laughs> anything anything for Zach Bryan. Yeah, he is incredible. Like it is an experience. Like I equate Zach Bryan to a Taylor Swift in the fact that it is an experience. It is just incredible to see. And his fans just scream the lyrics back at you like you would at a Taylor Swift song, like show, except it's not love story. It's like burn, burn, burn. It is just, it's very, very good. So I would say that. And like I said, Eric Church is always one of my favorites to see too. Yeah, I saw Zach last year at Under the Big Sky and he was like Saturday afternoon. And then this year he was the Sunday night closer and oh. like it, it was a 90 minute sing-along. It was insane. So yeah, I can imagine at Summerfest, it was all that as well. Yeah. His energy is just like infectious, right? Like you're there and you like feel that he's having as good of a time as you are. For sure. Yeah. So let us know when you get those tickets for Jimmy and I, that'd be great. Yeah. No problem. Really appreciate it. No problem. Can you rig the 106.1 contest? Like if you give oh. away, could you just be like, Hey, call now and then I'll call. You know, I was really proud of myself on that one because I came up with that idea that orange you glad we tagged you or orange you glad I tagged you. I was like, look at me. 
I'm so lame. I don't even care with, or, you know, something in the orange, but, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like the whole phenomenon with him. Um, and I'll be honest with you with country radio, he doesn't do great. Like he is probably one of my worst researching songs, but then like, look at him. He's just selling out everywhere. It's just, it's, it's such a weird thing with Zach Bryan. I refuse to admit that he's country because I've always had a stance that I cannot stand country and yeah. I love Zach Bryan. So I like to say he's something else, folk music, Southern something. I can't say country. I 110% agree with you. Obviously I, I love country. I run a country station, but um, I agree with you. He's not country, but in a, a, a good way. Like I think he's his own thing. He's his own genre. I feel like I should ask you a Packer question before people are wondering what the hell the show's about. What yeah, we're just catching up. We'll have you out later in the year to talk about the yeah, Packers. Yeah, who cares about the Packers? Right? We're just finally to Perfect. week one. Uh, yeah. What are your expectations for the Packers this year? I'll give you a hmm. broad one. Take it where you hmm. want. <laughs> I think that they are going to do really well. It's funny. I um, I put up a new episode of my podcast. That's another thing I do. It's called Women Crushing It Wednesday. And my guest this week was Krista Watson, a.k.a. Christian Watson's mom, who is just, you really should have her on here. She's an absolute gem. Um, she, we were talking about it. And I think that with this team, I think they're going to number one, I think they're going to do pretty well. But number two, I think that they're going to be so much more fun to watch this year. So selfishly, I'm excited for that with the halftime and the post-game reports. It's a lot easier on me for my job when it's a fun team to watch. I think they're going to do well. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> CNFC, anything. So you're happen. saying there's yeah. a chance. Yeah. 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 I think I think they're they're, they're gonna show up though. I, I I think Jordan Love is gonna be great. Do I think that you can go back to back to back with great quarterbacks? Ah, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. That would be so much fun if they did. Just yeah. three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row. Then we're gonna I, get greedy and want four in a exactly. row. Like where I does was it talking stop? about I was talking about this with my fiance. I was like, you know what? You guys, you are spoiled because as a growing up Bills fan, you know, the last time I had a good quarterback before Josh Allen, I don't know, maybe Doug Flutie, Jim you know, Kelly. like Jim Kelly. Yeah. Like that's what I was saying. So like to see three back to back to back, I think it'll be interesting to see, but you know, I think the players love Jordan love. And I think that that makes a big difference with your, your playing as well. So we shall see. Uh, I said Kyle Orton for a year. Yeah, I, I, that was nice. I was about to say that Kyle Orton Bills Packers game nearly ended the relationship with my then girlfriend, now wife, because I made a scene Kelsey, at the local uh, bar at, at, the, at our college town because I was like, how the fuck are we losing to Kyle Orton and the Bills? This is, Shannon, no offense. This is back when the I Bills were the Bills. No offense nah. taken. Yeah. I was like, how the F are we losing to Kyle Orton? And she literally, like, years later was like, I, like, that was almost the breaking point was watching you lose to Kyle Orton and the Bills. <laughs> was she, like, you're pathetic? Or was she, like, you're angry? Like, this is too much? Like, It was were, just, like, I was, I was just, like, I was, like, so frustrated and, like, mad. And she was, like, we're in public. You need to reel it in. And she was, like, if this is the guy, if this is what he's going to be like when they lose to Kyle Orton, what are they going to be like when they blow it in back-to-back -back NFC championship games? Yeah, so how did you feel when um, you were losing to Josh Allen last year? Were you okay about that? Oh, I was dead inside at that point. <laughs> yeah, the season was done. I, okay. I was I was dead inside at that point. So you can't kill what's already dead. I got you. Okay. 
Okay. So <laughs> I'm dead inside. Shannon, you mentioned the the uh, creative working in the orange for uh, a promo. You also mentioned uh, your fiance. Congrats on that. Uh, oh, this whole thing. Oh, this we're not going to take all the credit, but that is a Lombardi's bar bump right there. Um, which I, I don't know one. if we've explained that to you in the past. That we when did people come on, we Aaron did because Andrews. that's how we got. Oh, that's Aaron right, Andrews. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we were thinking maybe this year there's something you could work in for us a little creatively. Whenever Kenny Clark, who is the originator of the Lombardi's bar bump, uh, maybe maybe mention that whenever you're discussing Kenny Clark highlights. Just like, Just, hey, shout out that Lombardi's bar bump. Kenny Clark Kenny. got five sacks today. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Sure. Just just slide that in there. You're good at that. Yeah. And then make yeah. like a snorting sound after you say bump. We really push the radio. Yeah, thanks. I was gonna say that's gonna go over really well. <laughs> I was I was told with my reports that I needed to um, tone it down a little bit because sometimes I have fun. Sometimes I have fun. Tone it like, down. What you should the Wisconsin sports fan in general not a fan of having fun. That's true. Don't stand up. Don't cheer. Don't play loud music at games. Like, but yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, um, told, I, I referred to Magoo as Magucci and I don't think people like that. <laughs> Magucci. And like, Honestly, it wasn't, I feel like it that wasn't should, well received. That should be his name at this point. I will not think of him in any other way. I agree with you. I'm like, what a great nickname. Magucci. Like, it just sounds great. But, yeah, I, sometimes I've been told I need to just tone it down. And I'm like, but we're talking about sports. It's supposed to be fun. Fun. Yeah. Just fun. There is, but, not, yeah. I, there is not a fan base in the in all of sports, I feel like, that hates fun more than the Green Bay Packer fan base. I do not understand it. We have, and, we have a good chunk. Yeah, it's, it's just funny because coming from being like a Bills fan where like we didn't have a good team for so long that it was like, hey, let's just be stupid and drink and have fun to go to that. Like, it's just kind of funny to see, you know, because you're right at the at the games. A lot of people are like, sit down. And you're like, what are you talking about? What's happening here? But that's our PSA for today. Have fun, Packer fans. Have fun. What's something we could Packer fans could do that obviously like Bills have jumping through tables? What do Packer fans need to adopt? To bring up the fun well hmm there's you know there is a bills fan that like gets like ketchup and mustard like squirt all over him maybe you have to do something like that with like cheese sauce like cheese here like liquid cheese or something like that and just get nuts instead of silly string just give everybody a bunch Spray of cans cheese. of easy cheese yeah you're welcome yeah. yeah we'll start throwing those on the field too right. after every touchdown Listen, it's better than what Bills fans used to throw on the field when Tom Brady was out there. Hey, those Bills you know, are legendary. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy, can you explain it to me, please? Uh, off air. Off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Shanna, I know. Okay, so you've got your fantasy draft coming up in a few minutes. So I think we'll get you out here pretty soon. I want to I ask a off-the-packer uh, category question here. Give us a Buffalo Bills primer, like a 30-second, 60-second elevator pitch on the team. What are the expectations? Who should we be looking out for? Go. Oh, I just hope that Diggs keeps it together because that was kind of a big thing in the offseason. Obviously, what is he doing? Is he leaving? Is he not leaving? So I think from the jump, hopefully the Bills can do really well, that Josh Allen and him like connect very well. 
Um, but you know, Gabe Davis is awesome. We have, you know, James Cook, who's going to be in there. I wouldn't mind if we got Jonathan Taylor. Um, but that's just, that's going to be my, Oh, that's my thing today. I'm going to, there's your Lombardi's bar bump. Yes. Bump, bump, bump. I want Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, you know, I think that they are going to be good. And if they're not good this year, then we're kind of screwed because people be costing a lot of money on the team. You know what I mean? So, um, I think the bills are going to do great. Um, hopefully it's a Bills Packers Super Bowl. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about the Packers going to the playoffs. Maybe they're both going to go all the way. I'm going to bump that out there too. This is your new bump image. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too. Every time, Matt. Yeah, any, yeah, any player that comes on the team is going to be so confused while we're doing this, Adam. What does that mean? What is hey, thanks for coming on. Yeah, we're going to think you did too many bumps. You're going to be like, you need to chill out. Yeah, you need to just chill out. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Okay. I, you probably already told these two. I think I missed one of the shows you were on. Did you ever talk with Aaron Andrews? Did that ever turn into a conversation? Okay. So she was so misleading on Twitter. Like she was like, yep, let me know. And I was like, how about anytime? How about yesterday? Yeah. Like, let's go, you know? And it's so funny. So the one day I thought she followed me, she did not. It was where by Aaron Andrews, <laughs> her clothing line that started following me. And I was like, to my, my then boyfriend, I was like, oh my God, Aaron Andrews started following me. He's like, really? I'm like, oh no, wait, it's wear by Aaron Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a ploy to get you to buy some clothes. Right. Honestly. Yeah. So no, it's I have all... not heard from her. We'll put that out there too. I have three bumps today. Um, so that's going to be also my I bump. I can tell. Because... <laughs> Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sir. Um, so no, long story short, I have, didn't. I never spoke to her. It's very, very sad. We put Jimmy on timeout. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, sorry, guys. (laughs) People are shuffling around on the screen. Yeah. But Um, maybe if you guys tag her again, she seems to like you more than she likes me. We will do that. We will do that. Aaron Andrews, please reach out to our good friend, Shanna Quinn, and become best friends. You will have a new best friend forever. Please. Friendship bracelets, <laughs> all of that. Oh, you know what I should tell? Sorry, real quick. I know you don't care about my fantasy team, but my fantasy team's Please. name, it's Alan Too Well, but the E-N is in parentheses, so it's all too well, but Alan Too Well. And then my other one is Fantasy, and then parentheses, Shanna's version. I like Thank it. you for coming oh, to my Oh, that's a good one. I like yeah, that one. Thank you. Thank Very you. Good. appreciate that. <laughs> all right. Well, Shanna, we always appreciate you stopping by. Um Thank you so much. Do you want to let people know again where they can follow you, things you've got coming out? Obviously, Pack-A-Day is coming up soon, so Packer fans will be able to hear more of you soon. Um, but just uh, shout out your socials and everywhere people can follow you. Just turn on your radio to any FM station, Shanna's on. Any country station, apparently. <laughs> that, that annoying voice, it's me. I was going to say, you'll see me following evil Todd in the parking ramp, but that was just an old person <laughs> joke. Um, you can find me on uh, X. Uh, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, oh, hey, it's Shanna with two N's. Um, I'm always lurking around, so you can find me on there. And then um, 97.3 The Game is where you can find the Packer games. Uh, and you can listen on iHeartRadio if you are within, I believe it's 50 miles of one of the stations on the Packers radio network, which there's 54 of. Um, I believe you can listen to it on our app that way, or you can try listening to at Packers.com. Yeah, I listened to you guys during the first uh, preseason game instead of the Bengals coverage, and you guys did great, you especially. So Thank um, you. make sure you give them a follow, listen to the broadcast, 
follow Shanna. Thank you, Shanna, again for joining us. Uh, we'll hopefully talk to you soon uh, in the rest of the season. Yeah, always a blast with you guys. Thank you so much. No problem. No, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Shanna. See ya. <laughs> All right, so we're firing Dan, hiring her. Is that the... Yeah, apparently she's be, got I free wouldn't time. be mad about it. Yeah, she's got a ton of free time, it sounds <laughs> like it. <laughs> All right, well... Um, Everyone that's listening in the chat here, you've got a lot of you got a lot of karma to send Shanna's way because we have to manifest three Lombardi spar bumps for her. Yeah. She's well, really pushing it. We're getting we're getting J- Jonathan Taylor to the Bills. We're getting her to be best friends with Aaron Andrews. What was the third one? Her to get Jimmy and Isaac Ryan tickets. Yep. And 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 yeah, to get you guys tickets that's important it's time for us to get a lombardi's bar bump honestly it's, <laughs> we've been doing this shit for four years we might as well get when's it gonna be our turn <laughs> all right well let's jump into the rest of the show here guys let's do our buy around pay tab here on nfl eve week one against the chicago bears coming up on sunday uh jimmy why don't you kick us off with your buy around yeah i went with uh malik keith with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, both missing practice today with a hamstring. Dobbs makes me – actually, I don't know which one makes me more nervous. They both do. Dobbs has missed more time, which makes me think it's more severe than leading on. But with Watson missing the first practice of week one, uh, definitely isn't something that I'm thrilled about. So uh, Malik Heath could have actually some decent playing time this game. Even if Watson and Dobbs play – like. Hamstring injuries are so weird. It takes one play to tweak it, knock on wood. Uh, but it could be a it could be a big time for him to kind of step in and play already. Just week one coming in as an undrafted free agent, darling of training camp. So I'm gonna buy him around because what a what a wild train coming in and all suddenly now you might actually be playing week one uh in your rookie season in the NFL. So good for him. Buy him around. Hopefully he uh is the goon, like Matt Lore says. Yeah. I mean, well, like Andy, uh, Andy Herman on Twitter today was talking about if like the, the number of snaps, offensive snaps that are going to be out on the field for the Packers, if Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs can't go and it's fucking scary. Um, (laughs) Jaden Reed, which is damn near a rookie. 121 snaps between all of them besides (laughs) Deguara, Jones and Dylan. Yeah, that's fun. It's going to be embarrassing for the Bears. And, like, it's – yeah. I I mean, you'd uh, have to imagine we just run the fuck out of the ball, right? Their D-line is so bad. You have to. Yeah. What if A.J. Dillon and uh, Aaron Jones just both 200 yards from the line of scrimmage? We just pull a Bills <laughs> – or a Patriots game and Love throws it two times? I'm fine say, with that. Honestly, that I don't even be, care. I – Beating the Bears that way in week one after all the hype of Jordan Love era and starting this and, you know, to beat him, to beat the Bears in Chicago by running the ball 35, 40 times for combined like 500 yards, I I would be the most insufferable person you've ever met. It's just going to be like a 1950s game because, you know, Justin Fields isn't throwing it. So it's just going to be both teams just running the ball constantly. <laughs> I'm in for it. Uh, Justin Fields a prolific passer of the ball, Jimmy. Everybody knows that. My fault. My fault. You're right. You're right. MVP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Todd, uh, who would you like to buy a round for? Uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Love this week. Uh, coming up on his first 
opening week start, his first year as a starter. We all know the story behind him sitting here behind Rodgers, waiting his turn. And I think for everything that's been surrounding this team for the last three years, there's been nothing about Jordan Love. Stepping out of line, saying the wrong thing, making a demand of some sort. He sat there. He's by his time. He's he's ready to go. So buying around for him, uh, it's it's his show now, and I'm excited to see what he can do with it. David actually put a good point in the chat. Do you think if Dobbs and Watson can't go, Ooh. they'll act? They'll make sure they have Emmanuel Wilson there just because they're going to be running the ball so damn much, just to have like some fresh legs. That's actually not a bad idea because we've seen in past games when like one, like if AJ Dillon goes to like when AJ Dillon went down in that divisional game against the 49ers completely changed the offensive outlook for this team. Like they, they could, they changed up so much because of that. Yeah. yeah. I say bring every, bring a fourth running back in trade for Jonathan Taylor right now. Deal. Sorry, Shanna. <laughs> um i'm going to buy a round for thanks for uh, thanks for adding to mine by the way guys i was I, we, no, it was we, it was good that we it was good that we just jumped right to uh questions we the, did oh, we we added oh, the we, yeah david thing and no it was it was a smooth did. transition jimmy thank you <laughs> johnny's no. in the chat i miss Todd. johnny what's up johnny um, Todd, no, it's fine, are, Dan. Just move on. Who I, are you buying around for? No, I will. I, I, I'm gonna add. You about, guys hate uh, Jordan Love. It's fine. It's very telling. Yo, let's. It's, we need a clip of week one of our show this season and Todd over his overreaction to Jordan Love. How he said he was gonna flip flop depending on practice every week. <laughs> I'm gonna clip that and send it out all season. That's fine. You think I don't have videos of you? <laughs> Todd, Never mind. You, I take you, you back. You're right. It's a good point. What you bring up, Todd, is you you haven't heard good or bad from Jordan Love. He's literally like it's like he's been vacuum sealed for the last three years, and they finally like rip the package open, and here's Jordan Love out of nowhere, like out of the box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see him too when he throws ten passes in week one and hands the ball off forty times. Um, I want to buy a round for uh, Chris Sims because he, so far he is the only mi- like mainstream media pundit I've seen to pick the Packers to not just make the playoffs, but win the NFC North. He has in his official NFC playoff predictions has the Packers as the four seed winning the NFC North. Which, um, look, like I said, I, I am, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Packer fan. I've got big expectations for this year. I don't know about winning. <laughs> I don't know about winning the North. I, I'm actually, I'm at the point now where like, I don't want anyone to talk good about us at all. So that if good things do happen, we can just literally have a parade of middle fingers to the entire league. I don't want to see anyone else anyone else support us. There's Bandwagon's uh, full. Find another. Oh, it looks like Florio does too, so why don't you buy him around? I know you love Florio anyway. Uh, fuck him. They have uh, Nate Tice on The Athletic and Ben Solek on The Ringer are two other big people that are pretty high on the Packers. So High on the Packers or they pick them to win the, the division? division? 
Nate Tice picked him to win the division, okay. and Ben Solak also picked him to win the division with a tiebreaker over the Lions. Okay. So they both they both are pretty high on him, and they're way smarter than Chris Sims. No offense, Chris Tiffer. I I tried the other night to go game by game and and kind of put together a season prediction. And I couldn't talk myself into less than 11 wins. Uh, and I, I feel like that's just like not realistic, but I was like, there's, they're not, they can't lose that game. Like I'm in on it. Like I 11 was like the bottom. And I was like, that that's, it's going to be a hard season for me. I think David is on fire. He's right too. Even like we start off with uh, Bears are in a beat. I'm going to bring that out there. Lombardi's bar, Shannon. But like the Falcons, that's one that like they could be a decent team this year. It just sucks. It's in Atlanta. Like to start off the season. Moss for Atlanta. Okay. I was going to say, I don't know which way that goes. <laughs> that's just one word. <laughs> Call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, that's that's a good point. And also um, – with the 50 fit, what shit? I just had something I was going to say about it was going to be really good. You're it was going to be stress. Oh, it. it was going to be, it was going to be that two Thursday games, both against a division opponent and not just the division opponent, but the same division opponent, like two Thursday games against the fucking lions. Like I, how, how does that work? How does that also, make sense? An early, mini buy that leads into a bye week. A bye week. <laughs> like they play like one game in a month. Yeah. It's going to be a lonely ass month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, like literally in October, I think they play like maybe, maybe three games, like depending, I don't remember how the, how this calendar specifically works out, but yeah, it's, it's funky. Yeah. They play on the 29th of September. Then they play, that's a Thursday. Then they play Monday night football. And then they don't play again. That's on the ninth. They don't play again until the 22nd. So from the 28th to the 22nd, they have one game. <laughs> Where was that last year when we had an old ass team? Now we have like young guys that actually probably can handle it. And they're like, Hey, give them a long break. In okay. The hold on to, to be fair. They offered Matt LaFleur the early buy yeah, after the one no. game, and he said no. He turned it down. He said, give us the Jets. <laughs> said, raise my rent because I respect the grind. Um, <laughs> you know what? Jump. That's going to lead right into my pay the tab, which is those early buys might actually help out given the fact that we're already having hamstring issues. Yeah. My pay the tab is every hamstring ever. <laughs> Uh, I understand what they do, but why are they so damn fragile? Like, it's the are main muscle God in your leg. The tab right now? It does it, <laughs> evolution. It does so many things on a regular basis. It's so active. Why is it so fragile? I, I'm not a doctor. I cannot tell you, but I don't know, Todd. Why does a bird need all those feathers? It. Why does rhetorical. a cloud need to be so white? It was rhetorical. And, and I don't expect either of you idiots to have an answer for it. On that I believe note, I, I gave. I <laughs> why is I this? Gave why is this the one the the point that I make that you guys want to sit around and dwell on? I tried to make it perfectly good before, and Jimmy's like, "Let's get into the comments." I got distracted by a about, comment. 
I got distracted. That's on me. I just don't think you wanted to talk about a, a non-white quarterback Dude, starting the season for the Packers. Oh, I'm not Dan. Don't do that to me. Also, <laughs> I got distracted by Tom's comments. It really threw me off. I was being jealous. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go ahead and my pay the tab. I did a little switch about five minutes ago. I'm going with just the team's energy. In the Matt LaFleur era, week one has been terrible. Minus that game, the COVID year against the Vikings, week ones have been very tough. Uh, last year, we thought a divisional round that come in with all that juice, as they like to say, energy facing the Vikings got fucking curb stomped against them. This year against the Bears, a team that are worse. Jeez, the wheeze. A team that is worse than last year's Vikings. The worst team in the league last year. Like, we should beat this team. And if we come out again and lay a stinker, one, it sucks to have the, another week one like that. Two, we have to wait all the way to week fucking 18 to get a rematch against the Bears. And the amount of shit that people in Packers Twitter have talked to Bears fans just for the team to come out flat would be disastrous. So I don't want to have to deal with that. I hope the Packers come out with just some renewed energy. Hopefully the team's ready to go. We've had more people playing preseason. That could be a factor. So let's hope so. Jay's right. If there's not energy anymore or juice, it's Riz. It's all about the Riz. I've seen that word a lot on the internet, and I've never known what it meant. I thought it was very sexual, and I didn't want to Google it. I've watched it get described to you at least two times, Jimmy. Um, I don't remember it. I don't. It's short for charisma. No, you. No one's described Riz to me. Uh, I love. I love that Todd. Who has described Riz? I've described it to you. I've personally witnessed somebody else (laughs) describing it to you. I seriously have zero recollection, which isn't weird for me, but I don't recall that at all. Uh, if anybody that was with us in Green Bay uh, is in the chat. That does not – you know the state I was in. You could have told me a lot Great, of – Wisconsin? Good point. Good point. You walked into that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For the record, I wasn't going to share a picture uh, of you yesterday, but the Dude, first what? one that popped up was from that trip, and I was like, oh, no. No, because you you were not in Wisconsin in that picture. Your no. <laughs> body was in Wisconsin. Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can you? Did I have I seen this picture? I don't know. You I'll should send it to out. me. I'll, I'll probably, tweet it out sometime. I just rem- I remember having the football helmet on it. I felt like I had to keep lifting it up to talk because it just echoed so much. <laughs> it was that, but it was also it was like one of those old just regular plastic ones. And I think it was some sort of a candy, like had a candy dish in it at one point because the top could get removed. Off, yeah. And Jimmy didn't know that. And I was standing behind him and just carefully took the tape off and touched, reached in and touched his head. And... Scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Um, well, yeah, speaking, of, speaking of energy and, and Riz, I'm going to have uh, the Chicago Dan Bears. just killed Riz. Dan saying Riz just Riz. killed it. <laughs> Speaking of Riz. Speaking, Speaking of Riz. Riz. <laughs> Sounds like I'm like a, on a PSA like, you may have heard your chums around the playground oh, talking about stop, Riz. Stop. Pay the tab. Pay the tab. Stop it. Stop. I feel like we're heading towards a mash. Rush. I appreciate it. <laughs> Kill the chicken. <laughs> it wasn't a chicken. No, let's not do this. Pay the the tab. I don't want to hear about that episode again. The Chicago Bears, because 
Um, I mean, just like a standing pay the tab in general for them being a shit organization. Um, you know, just one of one of the worst worst run sports organizations in the whole world. Uh, but the amount of like weird shit talking that so many Bears players have put out in recent weeks about the Green Bay Packers, where it's it's all just a very like John Ham uh, in uh, Mad Men meme where like he's like i don't think about you at all i've never heard of fucking brisk brisket brisket. brisker is it brisket that's that's on you he's actually a pretty good safety i haven't i don't i don't one i don't know if todd's being a smart ass but two he is actually a pretty good safety yeah (laughs) has he been in chicago like long i think this is his third year really yeah the comment wow Someone commented like he would be the Packers' best safety. Very true. He would. Okay, that got me thinking. DJ Moore is probably the only other person on that team that starts for the Packers. Yes. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. Cole Komet, Eddie Jackson. I feel like we could take both of their safeties. Yeah. Well, that's again. You're just picking. Okay. Yeah. Team. Just that one yeah. position. <laughs> yeah. That's more reflection on us. Who's their kicker? And then <laughs> who cares? Um. But like, I just don't. Who? Like, I I don't I don't get it. I guess like, you hate the Packers. Like, we don't fucking know. Like, we don't know who you are. Like, we don't really think about you. We think about winning Super Bowls. We think about making it to the playoffs. You guys think about beating us. You think about winning two games a year. That's that's your whole organization. Your your head coach, your GM. Your all your players have all come out and said about how much it means to beat the Packers. That's two games, buddy, out of a 17-game year. I would focus on maybe the other 80% of your games as well, and maybe your organization won't be a flaming toilet bowl. But if they beat us two times, that's already 66% of their wins from last year. So I think they're just looking at that improvement. Uh, and then I like, this is a, this is what they've been looking forward to for the last, what, 17 years. They were waiting for Rogers to leave and just to have like a glimmer of hope. So no, like, not it's 17 as, years, 30 years. Well, they I know, but they, they thought years. they probably had this glimmer of hope when Rogers came in too. Like, Oh, he's going to suck for a little, like they're going to suck, but he turned out right. to be a hall of famer. Right. I'm saying it's so coming back again. Like we've, a glimmer we've of hope. already gone through this. You should know the script by now, Chicago. You should know what happens. So if you want to get your tiny little hopes up, be my guest. But they will be squashed. They will be squashed quickly by Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Boom. Yeah, basically. Clip it. I actually, as you were saying that, I literally thought, that's a great TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) And then do the TikTok dance. Okay, now I'm going to edit that out for sure. All right, we got to hurry up and do these predictions because we only do got we? Yeah, what do you, 47 minutes, my dude. What else do you have going on tonight? Yeah, well, oh, Big shit, brother, I'm on the clock. I can postpone it. <laughs> Todd, who is your Chuba Hubbard? We're going to go ahead and do our predictions for the awards this year. Todd, who's your offensive MVP? Uh, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to take the easy way out on this one. I'm going to go Trey Trey, Aaron Jones. 
I, I just, I think it's his year that they lean on him. I, I feel like this team's going to run the ball a lot more than we've seen in past years. And I think Aaron Jones is going to be the benefactor on that one. I, I really, really don't think this year we're going to be at half times of games or after a game wondering why he only touched the ball two times and a half. Like, yeah. He's he's been around a while, but he's got low mileage because he's always been in a dual back system and still is this year. But I, I really think this year is they're going to find ways to get him the ball. Johnny has a really important question. Yeah. Did you pour one out for POC? Devastated to see him get cut and not both punters. Uh, <laughs> but back to what you said. I wasn't ignoring it. I but thank you. It. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. Question. Hey, Johnny, Johnny was there. He heard uh, you be explained what Riz is. So Johnny, if you can just back me up. Johnny, have my comments. back. Even if have you my have back, to lie, Johnny. it's fine. Have my back. Uh, with, with Aaron Jones, if the ESPN does not put him in the top 10 running backs after the season or the top 100 players, it's going to be bullshit. Because like you said, this would be the first year really in his career – he all it always would have been like, why didn't we give him the ball more? Why didn't we give him the ball more? This looks like the season that he finally gets the ball a lot in the passing game, in the running game. He has to be ranked in the top 10, top 100. He should have been the last couple of years. He is a superstar in the NFL, but he does not get the credit for it. So this has to be the time he does. If not, the script's messed up. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Jimmy, who's your offensive MVP? I'm going to just... I, I said this on the Pack-A-Day episode on Sunday, shameless plug. Uh, I'm going actually with Zach Tom. I feel like he's filling in that role of Elton Jenkins. Well, let me explain it, Todd. We had Elton Jenkins and Billy Turner, two offensive linemen. Granted, say what you want about Billy Turner, but two really versatile offensive linemen. After Elton Jenkins' ACL injury, he did not do that well at right tackle. Moved him back to left guard. That's probably going to be his spot in case of emerg- emergency. Zach Tom now is that guy who from center to literally anywhere on the offensive line, if someone goes down, Tom is probably the first one they're going to look to. Like he's going to play a pivotal role. We're going to have energy, energy, I can't talk, injuries throughout the year, and Tom's going to fill those on the offensive line, whether it's just for a couple drives, a couple games. He's going to move around. And the biggest thing with Jordan Love, a first-year starter, you have to keep him standing up. You have to keep the pocket clean. Zach Tom's going to be able to give them so many options and what they can do with that offensive line, that he's going to be extremely valuable for the team. Not the sexy stats, but he's going to help that offensive line stay a cohesive unit as injuries eventually pile up for a game or two. So so your MVP needs teammates to get injured for him to really show his value? No, because he's also a really so – So you're already, really you're already right planning on injury. No, that's cool. Plan, plan on injury. Practice for injuries, Jimmy. That's fine. I don't pra- – Dan, Dan uh, who's injuries your offense? Ha- no, MVP? no. You know injuries happen. Every year you're going to have injuries for a couple games. That's just Yeah, and I think it's important NFL. to make sure that your MVP needs people to get hurt in order for – He could also be an MVP. Dan, go ahead. Uh, who's your offensive MVP? <clears throat> Lucas Musgrave. Thank you. All right. And uh, let's <laughs> yeah, go to next. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like rookie tight ends do get a lot of shit, uh, especially in this in this system with this team. But I I think a lot of that gets thrown out the window. We we saw Rodgers not work with young receivers, um, young pass catchers, and so 
I think Love is going to really enjoy having a giant security blanket close to the line of scrimmage on a lot of his plays. I think he's going to get a lot of targets. It'll really depend what he does after that and, and how they utilize him. I, I think they can go back. We've said it a million times about Tunyon a couple of years ago when he really blew up. Like He was just getting schemed open. And after that, like a, a stiff breeze would blow him over. So I think you've got a guy like Musgrave. He could definitely make a lot of noise uh, if he can get the ball out in the flat. So uh, that's a better pick than Jimmy's, but still a bad pick, I think. You have to see where I was coming from a little bit. We do, we do Jimmy. You, no, we don't. It's... You're special. Yes, you are. Um, Todd, why don't you go ahead and quickly give us a defensive MVP? Uh, as much as I want to go with our best friend, Kenny Clark, sacks get all of the sexiness. I'm going to go Rashawn Gary. Coming back off injury, I think he'll be on a snap count early in the season, but it's still – if he's back to any kind of form uh, close to where he was before the injury, he's going to have a phenomenal season. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll tell you what, probably should have locked him up a little bit before jo- uh, Joey Bosa came or- – is it Joey? Yeah, that, that, one of that the just got that just got yeah. expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be pricey. That's gonna suck. Pricey. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Do you think when do you think he actually plays like full time a full game? What week do you think? I don't know. I, like you, I'm not a doctor. I mean, it depends. It depends on what happens in those first couple of weeks. But I would say, like, if you get after the bye week, if you get after the bye week and he's still not full, like off of a full uh, snap count by then. I kind of start to worry a little bit. Second question with them playing the Falcons week two, having a turf field, do they just not play him? Don't play anybody. I don't know how yet, but they can still win it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> and we it won. <laughs> it's a loss <laughs> for the Falcons. Yep. As you said. Yep. Jimmy, who's your defensive MVP? Yeah, I'm actually – I know Todd said he didn't want to go with him, but best friend Kenny Clark. I feel for the reason he kind of said with Rashawn getting so much attention on the edge when he comes back, Preston Smith, extremely serviceable starter. Uh, Kingsley has been really strong this preseason. We saw him come on towards the end of the year last year. And then the interior defensive line with TJ Slayton stepping up, Devontae Wyatt. And then we have uh, Colby Wooden, Carl Brooks. Like, this is the deepest line. Like, they can't just worry about Kenny Clark. And all the all the chaos he caused being the main guy on the interior line, he finally has other people to help him. Like, this could just open up a brand-new Kenny Clark, all pro, coming in and just dominating uh, in the interior. Especially now, he's not just going to be a no. I know he moved around a lot, but predominantly not a nose tackle. He's going to be on the end. He can move around. So I think he's going to have an incredible season. I know I think his most sacks in a season was six. I could see him surpassing that this year. Um, so I, I think uh, I think he's definitely going to be the defensive MVP. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with Wooden. Just, I mean, people go down in front of him. Injuries happen. Like, he'd have to step in and play. <laughs> Fuck off, step. man. You know what I meant about Zach Tom. He's <laughs> versatile, and he's going to help when things happen. Mm. God mm. damn it. No matter what I say, you find something. It's because um, you say dumb things. <laughs> I Yeah, I – yeah. Guilty. I, Guilty. Don't have, I don't have a response. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Quay Walker as my defensive MVP. 
Um, I think, uh, you know, Campbell is still dealing, he's been dealing with knee injury stuff um, on and off. I, you know, you just kind of wonder how healthy he's going to be throughout the whole season. He missed time last year. He missed time his first season. Like, um, and Quay, I think, is going to step up a lot more as a leader on that defense, especially as kind of a quarterback running the defense at times. And just watching some of the tape that some some people have broken down from, from what they've seen in him preseason, where he is just like he's reading the ball so much better. He's filling gaps quicker. He's making the right reads. He's not taking himself out of plays like he kind of did last year. If he can keep that up, um, Quay Walker can be he, – he'll he'll be what we all kind of expected him to be when he got drafted. And and that's going to be sort of a, you know, Luke Keekley type middle linebacker that dom- that will be a middle linebacker that dominates a defense. We haven't had that in a long time. So I'm excited for him. Yeah, I think the big thing big thing is not having that hesitancy while he's thinking. Like mm-hmm. once like that's a big thing as you turn to a veteran, you just think less on the field. It's all reactionary. Hopefully he can get there. He was he was good in coverage last year. It's kind of that run game, his run fits, but I think uh you have Devondre to learn from. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think he's going to have a huge step up. Hopefully he doesn't push any trainers or assistant coaches, <laughs> but as long as he doesn't do that, I think we're golden. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's jump to rookie of the year. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you kick us off with this one? Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with Jaden Reed on this one. I feel like it's an obvious answer. Uh, I feel he fits the offense perfectly. Uh, Nagler, and again, I said this on Packaday. Nagler uh, put out on Twitter like wide receiver one is really a fancy football and Madden concept. Like when you have an offense, you have a deep threat, Christian Watson, a possession guy, uh, Romeo Dobbs, and you have a shifty slot receiver. We have that in Jaden Reed now, hopefully. Uh, we thought Amari Rodgers was going to be, kind of take Cobb's position. Obviously didn't happen. Jaden Reed has already shown in just three preseason games more, You're more than great. Amari has shown. So I think just his ability. Uh-oh. That's freezing for everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. That's a, that's a Jimmy problem. That's a Jimmy problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll jump in. Go ahead. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Lucas Van Ness on this one. As much as I am not crazy about the pick, um, I I need to see more out of him. But I think he's been quiet throughout camp. He's coming into a good situation where he's – oh, Jimmy's back. Hey. I don't know what um, happened. My internet just went funky for a second. We noticed, yeah. We all saw. Yeah. But thanks for telling us to go without you in in the chat. We were. In my defense, I couldn't hear anything, so I didn't know what was going on. Uh, we're professionals. The show goes on, Jimmy. Obviously, um, I think he's in a good spot to be put in at times that he can really take advantage of and grow. And I think again, just. I think this pass rush is going to be naughty and he's part of that. So I'm going to go with LVN. Yeah. I, I love, I, that's who I was going to kind of lean towards um, because. Well, you can't yeah, pick someone else. I know. I know. I got to think of somebody else now. Um, I mean, the easy one would be again, to pick, to pick Musgrave um, because I, I do think like you everything you kind you of put him as your MVP. He has okay. To all right. Then I'll pick, I'll pick Musgrave again. Then I didn't want to, I didn't want to cop out, but yeah, I'll pick him. 
Um, like what Todd was kind of saying about um, this offense being a unique, like this whole situation being a unique scenario for a rookie tight end to be able to potentially flourish in that we usually don't see rookie tight ends come and kind of do. The big thing I think is attacking the middle of the field because that, that hasn't happened. That hasn't been anything that we haven't, we haven't had that threat up the middle seam for, for a while. And not just not having it, but we had a quarterback that refused to go across the middle. Um, I think it was, it was Nagler again. I think it was either on Cheesehead or Packaday talked about like those, uh, him and Andy Herman were talking about it, about like those kind of like jump balls in the middle, those like 50, 50 balls that we've seen Jordan love throwing to like Reed. Um, I think Dobbs had one Musgrave had another one. Those are passes that you don't see Aaron Rodgers making anymore. He, because, because it's, it's too high of a probability of something going wrong. Love has shown he's, comfortable and ready to throw those kind of passes and that can be where musgrave can really eat so yeah i'm i'm just excited about luke musgrave i really hope he pans out and i think he could be if he does he could be a linchpin of this offense moving forward agreed yeah i'm excited cool. for it why doesn't anyone say anything about my pair oh, receiver for musgrave <laughs> Um, much, all right. How much of my sorry? How much of mine did I get through before it? it a lot. Finished? You talked about. You Malik talked King about a good point. Yeah, yeah you, did, you got you got most. I of had it no out idea there. where it did. I didn't want to do it again anyways, but I was curious if I even got the name of the person I wanted out. Okay. Yeah. No. You. We got it. We got it. Um. All right. Let's let's do biggest surprise really quick before we jump into our first bar bets, official bar bets of the season. Um. I'll go really quick with mine. It's pretty simple. It's my boy Carl Brooks. I think he comes out, and I think he becomes. You know, when we saw uh, – I, I, I'm going to be bad and not pronounce it correctly, but any Barre last – like last year and the year before, we're like – we're like kind of – we were kind of like, oh, like where did – where was this guy? Like how has this guy been, you know, not not getting like more, more reps, more snaps? I think Carl Brooks is going to come out here and be a guy that, you know, as much as we see the whole first star, – the starters on that defensive line – eating when Carl Brooks is out there I think he's going to make splash plays I think when he goes out there he's going to make the most of it and yeah he like that's the definition of biggest surprise Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green coming in here and being a, a light up guy on the defensive line I like it yeah I think he's gonna I was actually a little nervous for him at the start of camp because Justin Hollins was getting uh reps with the ones ahead of him but I think uh I think what he's shown in the preseason his tape at the end of last year, I think, especially with Rashawn on snap counts, what they do with rookies with LVN, I think he'll get a lot of playing time and surprise some people for sure. Definitely. Jimmy, who's your biggest surprise? Uh, I think this is selfish because he is a friend of the show. I'm going to go with Josiah DeGuara. Uh, I think the last few years, I know he's always been a Matt LaFleur guy. That's why they drafted him in the third round, which a lot of people thought was way too early. Honestly, he probably could have gone later, but whatever. Uh, he never had much of a connection with Rogers and I, we saw in times when love would get on the field, like he targeted Deguara more often. And I think, I think we could see more of that this year, especially just kind of a safety blanket coming back, whether it's out, coming out of tight end 
or fullback position. I think we can really see him being that Kyle uh, use check from the 49ers and just seeing a lot more possibilities with that, those wheel routes, those, those options. So I think, uh, I think we could biggest surprise and not, he's not going to, I don't know necessarily think he's going to break out and be this incredible player for the offense, but I think it's be a surprise on how much of a role he plays for the team. Yeah. And I think, especially now that they're, you know, down a tight end, like seeing how he kind of fits in. I said when he got drafted, like a Kyle Juszczyk type. Yep. And I think it was a little bit high to draft a Kyle Juszczyk type, but I I get what you mean and that he's not going to be like a consistent contributor, but he's going to have a lot of high impact plays and he's going to do a lot of dirty work too that, that we just haven't seen with this offense. So that might be the best point you've made tonight, Jimmy. I'm going to write this down in my journal. Thank you. <laughs> Todd, what about you? Uh, I've talked uh, pretty much all the way through this about how important it is to get penetration and already know this is the amount of guys clear that out everybody fill gaps. And there's somebody very important to prevent that. And I feel like Packer fans have forgotten about David Bakhtiari's dominance. <laughs> I and really appreciated this. <laughs> <laughs> Zigging when you're all zagging, boys. No, I I think I mean we we've seen what he what he can be, and I don't expect him to play 17 games this year. But I expect when David Bakhtiari is in there to remind us that he is the most dominant left tackle in football, and he's going to be that guy. And there's been a lot of people questioning throughout the off season, throughout training camp. He didn't practice today. Like he doesn't. David Bakhtiari doesn't need to practice. Mm-mm. to to be dominant he knows what he's doing out there he knows how his body needs to feel and what where he needs to be every week and David Bakhtiari is going to get himself there surprise player of the year he's phenomenal that might be my favorite bit you've you've done compliment for compliment yeah why did you guys think I was going to talk about big cocks or something <laughs> and it's gone yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it is that time, gentlemen. Do we First, have a punishment for this? We do not yet. We do. Not. I'll take the blame for the comments that made Jen or uh, uh-huh. Jasmine Leaf. That's my fault. We're, we're workshopping it. We'll figure it out. We are taking suggestions of. Uh, there's there's plenty of sadistic people that watch our show enough that want to see us uh, in pain and. And do bad things to ourselves. And remember that typically uh, it's not the person that we all hate, Jimmy, that loses this. It's usually me. So let's tough. let's not be like too harsh. I have never lost bar bets, which I really okay, yeah. Either has me because Todd appreciate. Todd has lost every time. I, I thought Jimmy say... lost once. No, we. I don't think we ever tallied up last year. Yeah, uh, I'm still. First I lost. Probably. I lost the season before, but I can't get Quick Trip to let me hang out. For 24 hours, and I can't find a convenient 20. And honestly, is that a punishment? Because we damn near did that together in Green Bay. <laughs> so I think that's just a yeah. way of life so, at this point. Second thought, let me holler at my girl Melissa. Next time <laughs> yeah, hey, Melissa, I'll can just, I hang out? Yeah, I'll just vibe there for a bit. <laughs> um, okay, so the first bar bet of the season, we're going to start with QB1, Jordan Love, over under 250 passing yards this week against the Chicago Bears. Now, I will say I wrote this before kind of the injury update to Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, so I think that that probably 
will affect everybody's wagering here, but regardless, that is the number. Todd. Uh, I'm going to take the under, but I don't know if I want to continue with the five Bakhtiari's under. Strategic Todd's coming up? <laughs> he might. He might. Not yet, though. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in that one. Get desperate. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in that one, though. I mean, even if they do play, like, again, this team's going to run the ball a lot, I think, this year uh, and yeah. look for those shots down the field when they're there. But it's it's going to be a run first kind of thing. Yeah. Jimmy? Yeah, I'm following Todd. Under five box yards, same exact reason. Two top receivers hurt, questionable for the game. Honestly, maybe even doubtful. Uh, and no, no oh, matter inside what. Inside source? No. Uh, even – no matter what, we're oh, going to rely making on the shit run. Up. Okay. Making shit up for sure. Uh, we're going to rely on the run. I'm going to go under. Um, but he still looks good. I'm going to add that ca- caveat. Um, I am going to go three Bakhtiaris. And I'm actually going to say over just to kind of mix things up here a little bit. Because be confident. Do five. I think. Five. You won't, coward. Dude, if you do five, I you won't. could be ten ahead of us. I I, I know how math works. I just don't um, unless it involves a calendar. I, <laughs> I I think that there's opportunity with the run setting up the pass for some big chunk plays where you're a big chunk. And player. and with as terrible as the Bears defense Got is, him. I think they stack. Stack the box. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for Jordan Love, Stacking and I will. I'm, I'll just. I'll say. I'll Art. say over three box yaris. Cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not impressed unless it's five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's go to the next one here. The other quarterback playing in this game, Justin Fields, over under seventy five rushing yards. Jimmy. I hate it. Uh, I'm going to go over. It's because until the Packers prove they can stop a running quarterback and I'm still having PTSD from Fields' 50-yard touchdown run at the second half of the year last year, uh, Jalen Hurts almost bre- breaking Justin Fields' uh, rushing in a game record in the first half last year. I'm going to say until they can prove they can stop a rushing quarterback, I'm going to go five Bakhtiari's over. Okay, Todd? Same. Five Bakhtiari's over. I also think the pressure is going to get there. He's going to have to scramble a lot. Our corners are going to be able to keep guys in check. Um, that's he's going to run. It's going to happen. Five Bakhtiari's over. I don't know if I'm feeling confident and cocky because I've never lost Barbets before. Five. But give me five Bakhtiari's and I'm going to say under. Todd, we have I a think, chance. I think. I think this is going to be the inf- that that famous game from way back in the '90s where we held Barry Sanders to negative three rushing yards. This is going to be a game where everyone thinks Justin Fields runs for 150 yards. Wow, and Dan I think Justin Fields to Barry Sanders. Okay, I oh. think he's a quarterback. You know, he's not a running back. I think that racist question. Mark? I am taking. <laughs> I'm. I am taking the words of Kenny Clark to heart that this defense is going to be different. We're going to see some new things, and I think that they contain Justin Fields and shut 
him down. I hope okay. you're right. Yeah. yeah. That classic, like, I'm going to do five under or over, but I hope you're right. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. This one's a little bit more. This is an open-ended one here. Who is the Packers leading receiver on Sunday? Receiver or pass in. catcher? Pass catcher. Leader, leader in receiving yards. Leader in receiving yards. Uh, I'm going to go Jaden Reed. Uh, just five box yards, Jaden Reed. The fact that he's at this point the healthiest wide receiver who we were expecting to see significant time. And I think even if those guys are in there, he's going to be a pretty big part of the game plan. That's a good one. Jimmy, thank you. Yeah, it's probably the best one. Uh, second best one. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm either just check downs, getting him involved in the game, whether it's screens, anything. I think he's going to be a big part. I think it was Tyler Herrick. I don't know the person. Someone shared just stats right before I, we started the show about a lot of uh, receiving yards from Aaron Jones, and I think that gave me a big bias right now. Uh, so I'm going to go Aaron Jones, but I'm only going to go two Bakhtiaris because, honestly, who the fuck knows? It's a new era. Who knows what this offense looks like? Sure. Um, I mean, I I was thinking some other, some a bunch of different names, and I feel like I need to stick to the brand for this show, this episode, and say that it's Musgrave uh, is the leading Shocker. receiver. So, but I'll I'll give it one by TR for Musgrave. I have a question: If it's any of us three, do the other three lose? Or if, like, let's say it's Samari Toure, do, does it just cancel? No points. No points. We all lose. Right. Okay. All lose. Okay. Yeah, because it's wrong. You. That's. Well, like, I know, that's but none like, of us are right. I don't know. I was just asking. Right. That's like saying who's. Dan a Super just Bowl making up the rule after he goes one Bakhtiari. Just yeah. making up the rules. He's a shit. I go zero Bakhtiaris. Yeah, I'm making up the rules because of, of how gambling has worked since the dawn of time. Um. <laughs> you can follow all three of us on Twitter and our little bubbles here. Thank you so much for watching today, everybody. If you haven't done so already, go over to the YouTube channel, subscribe, get notified every time that we go live. We are in full gear here at Game On Wisconsin. Everything is the, – the shows are all up and running. The weekly shows back at it, the normal schedule. New shows added this year. Um We've got some new faces joining the team as well, especially over on the Twitter side. Um, new friend of the show, Umar, is going to be doing some of the uh, post-game shows. Uh, I guess spaces, right? Is that what it is on? on no, Twitter no, we're doing next? live video shows this live year. Shows. Uh, kicking kicking those off about an hour. Thanks for being part of those meetings, yeah. Dan. Uh, about an hour after the game ends, we'll have Umar uh, joined by some of us. Maybe we'll see. Uh, that's the plan for now, but he'll be over there holding things down. And by over there, I mean right here on uh, YouTube. And then uh, he's also going to be on for me next week because I will be MIA. Jimmy, you knew one? this. <laughs> you knew this. I know. I know. I knew it, but I did not remember it until right now. Is this the first one you've missed? It might be. No. Oh, what am I? The first to say? Lombardi's bar. Yeah, I think so. No, he's missed other ones. I feel like, yeah, I think think I missed last year when I was in Phoenix. I think I missed one. He's missed other ones. Uh, I got excited for no reason. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for Amar to come out, but. Yes. What's his name, Jimmy? 
I said it already. I don't know. Yeah, you did. Okay. Um, thank you again for watching, everybody. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Game On Wisconsin at Lombardi's Bar. Uh, shout out to Matt P. Matt Pickett as producer for Jimmy for Todd your bartender Dan Connick saying cheers everybody fuck the bears and go pack up